0: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash Entitled Parents video. Today, we've got a crazy story of a mom locking their kid out and then trying to marry them off. But first, a story from Salty Committee 950 in a pickle myself 28 year old female and partner 32 year old male both live in his mom's home and have done on and off two years ago when we weren't here we said that once everyone else leaves we would happily move back to cover the mortgage so she could keep her house one of two she owns february of this year is when we moved in since then we've been hating it because we said we would move back if we could live here yet for seven plus months we've been basically sharing with her and all the family stuff, not ours. We legit occupy two bedrooms, it's a five bedroom house, and hardly leave them because we're not very social and she is. We told her we only wanted it to be us here, two years ago and many other times since, including just last week since it isn't apparently clear, yet she can't seem to accept that. We discussed moving out because space, no drama, but every time there's an excuse, so we feel trapped. If you won't leave, then I won't be able to pay the mortgage and the house will be empty, etc. I know she can rent it out or sell. We've been over it a million times. And neither of those things will happen, if ever, for a long time. We want our space. Yet, we're basically jerks for wanting her to go to her other home. Which, by the way, is her favorite place. She openly expresses her dislike for this house and area. But I think because she's lonely, she stays here so much. Currently it's seven weeks with no break and no sign of one soon. It's ruining our relationship as a couple and with her. Any advice for effectively communicating our needs? Would we be jerks if we just left? I think the ultimate problem here is if it's their house and she's not ever coming to an agreement that works well with you, you are the ones that probably need to move and move somewhere else. And I don't think you should ever feel like a jerk for moving out of a parent's house. Would you guys agree with me when i say that the problem is op and her boyfriend trying to stay in his mom's house and not necessarily anything the mom's doing in their own house i'd like to know what you guys think in the comments down below our next story is from choice ship 3465 i'm a volunteer advocate for foster kids in court and my entitled mother tried to coerce me into breaching the confidentiality and privacy of my kid's foster family A lot of little instances like this have been hitting me incrementally as I've begun to distance myself from my entitled mother lately, and the irony of this situation is too good not to share. As a volunteer advocate in my state, we get sworn in by a judge and sign contracts with a lot of stipulations, including ones protecting the identities of all pertinent parties involved with a case. One day, my entitled mother called me to go shopping. I used to say she was dopamine seeking, which she used to do one to two times a week before I went low contact or no contact with her. I told her that I had a home visit scheduled with my foster family and that I'd meet her at the store. She immediately started to insist that we drive together. She was obsessed with carpooling everywhere we went, no matter what, and now I know it's a control tactic. This way, she gets to micromanage the timeline of the outing and gets to trap me in the car for X amount of time and to carry out an interrogation. Fun. Anyways, I told her no, explaining that it would violate the confidentiality of the family and kid because she would know where they lived and potentially see them as I entered their home. She was at my swearing-in ceremony so I knew I'd stumped her with such a black and white boundary. She actually tried to challenge me on it, rationalizing that she would drop me off down the street so she wouldn't see the house, making it seem like I was making a big deal over nothing. I shut her down because I knew she was being immature and stubborn at that point. Surprise, surprise, she seemed annoyed and put out when I finally met up with her. I was telling my therapist about this the other week, and she pointed out that if she had dropped me off, even if it was down the street, that it would have broken the law. Looking back, she genuinely felt entitled to stomping all over these people's legal protections and rights to privacy and confidentiality, and my own boundaries, knowing full well the position it would have put me in. The irony that an entitled mother felt entitled to breaching the privacy of an abused and neglected child in the foster care system is just… rich. No, come on, it's just your career what's wrong i'm your mother just break the law for me such a very motherly and caring act it's almost like they're treating this like some kind of weird addiction that they just need a little fix for you know come on i'll just i'll let you out down the street it's okay uh no thank you our next story is from cautious twist 1795 mother changed the locks while i was out tries to marry me off the next day i'm 20 year old female I went out on a Friday for a few hours with some friends, just shopping and catching up. I haven't seen some of them for the last two years due to COVID, when we used to hang out almost every week. And I'm leaving the country in a few weeks, so we took this opportunity as a catch up and farewell party. I was out from late afternoon to about 9 or 10pm when I got home. I took out my keys to unlock the gate, but it won't fit. I try to turn the key around. Yes, like a USB, thinking it might fit the other way, but it still couldn't fit. I called my mother. She didn't pick up. called my grandmother who lives with me, but she was out with her friends as well and won't be home anytime soon. At this point I was pissed. My mother already burned a couple of my work pants the day before because I refused to wear a dress for work. My line of work requires me to move around a lot, so a dress or an office skirt was not suited for my environment i shook the gate but no one was home so i picked the lock i opened the metal gate after a few tries luckily the wooden door behind it wasn't locked the neighbors did call the police and of course i had to show them i actually lived there and was my legal address i took some essentials and went to stay at my friend's house for the night because i couldn't lock the door back and i didn't feel safe in the house without a locked door the next day my grandmother and i were invited to go to a pre-wedding event It was kind of a meeting the elders and engaging party slash ceremony at a cafe. My mother only sent me the address and time for it. It was perfectly normal for my grandmother to be invited to these things via my mother. My grandmother doesn't know how to use a phone, other than basic functions like calling. We showed up on time to the cafe, and were escorted to a booth-type seat at the corner of the cafe. The booth already had a lady, mid-40s to 50s, and a guy. I assumed she was the mother and the guy was her son. The moment we sit down, the lady took out a calendar and notepads filled with a list of flower arrangements, color schemes, menus, dresses, hairstyles, etc. She introduced her son, who is 28 by the way, told me what he does for a living, what he studies and where. She thanked me for agreeing to marry him. I looked at her, then to her son, then to the wedding planners and notes. Then did it finally register that this was for my wedding. My grandmother was pissed, to say the least. I apologized to the lady and said there must have been some kind of misunderstanding between us because I came to attend someone's engagement party, not plan my own, and added that I was only 20 this year. My grandmother then rudely asked why she thought I would be marrying her son. The lady replied her mother contacted me and said her daughter was looking for a partner and husband to settle down so she me could move out my grandmother calmly said to the lady that she'd been lied to and i was not going to be getting married anytime soon she said her son seems nice and hopes he finds someone who likes him to marry in the future but it was not going to be me we got up and left when we got home i found my things stuffed in a black plastic bag beside the door My grandmother opened the door and told me to bring in my stuff. The moment I stepped through the door, my mother yelled that she put so much effort into finding a guy who would take a girl like me to marry and that I should be grateful that she didn't just marry me off to an older dude and I should be happy she found someone my age. She told me I embarrassed her because the mother called her and told her what she did was not okay and to not do it again without asking or even informing me properly. My grandmother started to shout at my mother in Cantonese, which resulted in them being in a heated argument for almost 30 minutes. And my grandmother kicked out my mother, which of course she moaned about and cried about before leaving. I don't know if it's controversial of me to say or not, but I feel like OP's grandma is more of a mother to OP than their own mother is to OP. Bless the grandma for actually looking out and standing up for OP and what's right by OP. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Our next story is from Valentine Star. Mom tells her child that she can get anything she wants in a store, then gets mad when she doesn't get what she wants her to, and refuses to buy her anything. One evening while I was working by myself at the store I used to work at, a family comes in. It's a mom and a dad with two girls, one who looks 10 to 12 and one who looks like she's around 7. As they're coming in, the parents tell the girls they can pick out one item in the store. They look around and the younger girl becomes interested in a small keychain makeup palette that's shaped like a flip phone. Kid makeup and not real makeup, want to clear that up. Her mom goes into the clearance section and finds another makeup palette that's much bigger and has a lot more product than the one the girl wants. Since the bigger ones in the clearance section, they're roughly the same price. The mom tries to talk her into getting the bigger one, but the girl still wants to get the phone one. Yes, getting the clearance one is more practical, but that one isn't cute like the other one and that's all a kid really cares about at that age. The mom starts getting frustrated and I get why. If you're spending money on crap quality kid eyeshadow, you at least want to get a ton of the stuff. I can't remember how much the palettes were, but I think it was around $10 to $15 and nobody wants to spend that much on a little bit of makeup with a nice looking case. However, they did tell the kid that she could get anything. From what I saw, no rules, no budget, no limits, and the way I see it, if you're going to give a little girl that kind of absolute freedom, you need to accept that she's going to get something fun and impractical. The older girl decides she's going to get something in the next store they go to, and the parents seem like they're more than ready to leave. The girl isn't picking anything else or agreeing to get the big makeup palette, she just wants the phone after a little more trying to convince her the mom just tells the girl she isn't getting her the phone and tells her if she doesn't want the big makeup palette she isn't buying her anything and the mom's getting pretty angry with her she asks her one more time if she wants the clearance one and when the girl says no she says okay we're leaving the girl gets really upset just before the family finally leaves the mom says i'm not buying something for you that you're going to lose the worst part of working in a kid-centric store, which I was at the time, is listening to parents scold or argue with their kids. It's always awkward and you have to pretend you can't hear or see. Also she was worried about the kid losing it. We do have bags. She also could have put it in her purse. There's ways to avoid that, just saying. I understand not wanting to buy useless things for your kid, especially if it's something breakable like basically everything we sold in that store. But I just don't think it's fair to tell a kid you'll get them anything they want, then get mad at them for not wanting what you want them to, then refuse to buy them anything. I'm definitely of the opinion that if you have the money to spend, and a kid seems so dead set on getting this one kind of thing, that honestly it's worth it to make that kid happy. I know back when I was a kid, I loved action figures. And yeah, one character that I might want is maybe five ten dollars more expensive than a much more impressive looking figure from another cartoon show or something like that but even if it's smaller less flashy has less accessories or whatever that's the one i want and that's the one that i'm cherishing and for a young kid honestly that's really like all that truly matters our next story is from orion six mom gets booted off free bus okay this happened about say 30 minutes ago I'm a food courier working in New York City, represent, and I'm using a free downtown connection bus to finish my job today. There's only one rule, wear a face covering. I mean, we're still in a pandemic, so I get it. Two older women got on the bus, wearing masks of course, and all is good. Until two stops later where an entitled mom and her kid get on the bus. The driver had told the mother that she needed a face covering, but the mother said, I'm getting on anyway. The driver being patient with her, telling her that she needed a mask, it was literally the only rule. The mom was like, why should I have to wear a mask? The last driver let me ride without one. The driver said, ma'am, I don't know the driver, but I can't continue driving if you don't have a mask. It's for everyone's safety here. The mom stated, where is it written? Everyone, including me, said it was on the door. You can't miss it. She and the driver had a brief back and forth until they heard her kids say, go back to where you came from. A possibly four-year-old little boy said that. The driver stated that if this continues on, he'd have to call the supervisor. And she said, call him. About 10 seconds later, she proceeded to get off the bus with her child asking, where are we going, mommy? The driver won't let us ride even though we waited for an hour, the mom said. They run every 10 minutes. Never thought I'd post here. I always love when you hear entitled people try to use the excuse of, Well, the last person let me get away with this. So just because the last person was too lazy to actually enforce the rules, that means I should let you get away with breaking them too? Some very sound and reasonable logic there. It's one step removed away from some kid saying, Well, Timmy's parents let him stay up all night. This next story is from Dog, Pig, Loaf of Bread. Entitled mom's mad I went to work while in possession of her high chair. This one's an old story but I was recently reminded of it and thought this was a perfect place to share. The Entitled parent was my sister. When my nephew was born she started collecting extra baby gear and wanted to leave a set of stuff at my house so she could just drop by or leave my nephew for babysitting without notice. I was adamantly against this as I didn't want a bunch of baby gear or to be responsible for babysitting all the time without warning. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I had hosted a family dinner at my house, and my sister forgot her high chair. When I realized, I called and told her that I was bringing it home for her, but when I got to her house, she didn't answer the door, and I foolishly took it home with me, not wanting to leave it outside overnight. I didn't get a hold of her until the next day, at which point she yelled at me that I don't control her and can't demand she open her door. I responded that, fine, I won't be wasting my time then, and she'll have to find a time to come by some evening and pick it up herself. She did tell me a few times that she'd come by, but never actually showed up. At that point, I figured I was stuck with it since it had been a few weeks and she had been asking me to keep baby gear and I stuck it in my under the stairs storage. At the time, I was working eight to five and I had a few different offices I worked out of. I was at my secondary office for the afternoon and at the end of the day, I dialed into my voicemail to my home office and was surprised at the number of messages I had. They started off calm, hey I need my high chair back, then got ruder and more demanding, I need it now and I'm coming over. After a few messages, one came from my grandpa who she had looped in on, asking me to please be reasonable and stop punishing my sister. Then the next message came from inside my house. My grandma who had a key had let her in to get the chair, and she was screaming that I'd thrown it away since it wasn't in the kitchen. Another one from my sister accusing me of starving her child, and finally one from my dad saying my sister had called him in hysterics, and to please call him back and let him know what is actually happening. This was sadly normal behavior for her, so he knew not to take what she said at face value, but also wanted it resolved. I called my dad back letting him know that I hadn't done anything to her except go to work during normal work hours, and that I would be waiting outside my house in 30 minutes and not to call me about it again. I'll never know why she urgently needed it that day when she'd been fine without it for weeks, but despite the panic, it sat outside my house for two days before it was picked up. I think I would want to talk to my grandma about the usage of that key because, from the way the sister was acting, lord knows if she's in hysterics, thinks OP has just gotten rid of it or something, Who knows if they would have gone like crazy and started messing with OP stuff in some attempt at revenge. Basically, I think OP should lay down a ground rule with their own grandma that if they're going to use their key to let somebody into the house, it has to be a proper emergency or they have to adequately get a hold of OP first. Honestly, it was a little bit of overstepping from the grandma, although I get why she just wanted to be a hero here. This next story is from Bloody Rose of Darkness. Entitled Mother accuses me of kidnapping my cousin while my aunt was in the bathroom. It's been a while since I posted an Entitled Parent story. I got tired of negative people calling it fake, but now I'm like, they weren't there, so who cares? I still have anxiety with Karens and Chads, but I have a way of dealing with them now. The cast is Entitled Mother, Karen, Entitled Child, a 15-year-old girl, doesn't really do anything, my aunt, not really present in this, and my cousin, Lil' Man, my nickname for him. This happened last week just after I'd left a doctor's appointment. I decided to go to the shops after my appointment to browse for some K-pop items. While I was in a clothes store, I ran into my aunt. She had my five-year-old cousin with her. We got to talking and she asked if I could watch Lil' Man while she went into the bathroom which was right next to the store. I said okay and browsed the store with my cousin. Little Man was playing with the clothes on the racks and I called him over to me by using his nickname I gave him. Just as the little man got to me, this let-me-talk-to-the-manager-looking-Karen approached me. She looked me up and down and scoffed. Aren't you a bit young to have a child? She asked me in a condescending tone. Now, I'm in my mid-twenties and it's not uncommon for people my age to have kids. I just stared at the woman, then took my cousin's hand and walked away to a different part of the store. We had walked just past the dressing room to go to the dress section of the store when Karen's daughter came out complaining that none of the shirts covered her baby bump. I tried not to laugh. This girl looked no older than 15. I know that she could just look young, but she also had a school uniform on, so I knew she wasn't an adult. Karen hushed her daughter and followed me. I didn't know she was behind me till I heard little man scream and felt someone try to yank him away from me. I turned around and pulled my cousin behind me. What the freak, lady, I almost yelled. Karen looked taken aback at the fact that someone raised her voice at her. I was just trying to rescue this poor child from his kidnapper. She tried to act innocent. I looked at her with disbelief. He's my cousin. My aunt asked me to watch him, so that's what I'm doing. Not that it's your business. I started to move my cousin away from the Karen. Also, instead of being concerned with a stranger, maybe you should worry about your knocked-up 15-year-old. I snapped and ushered my cousin out of the store and we sat at a cafe while we waited for my aunt. I had sent my aunt a text letting her know where we were and she met us at the cafe. I told her what happened and didn't know what to say. All of this happened in the span of 15 minutes. I mean, nowadays mid-twenties might be a little young, but honestly it's not all that uncommon at all for anybody even early in mid-twenties to have a kid still. Like it's true, most people are starting to wait a little bit longer, probably into their 30s, but you see a young couple or you see a young mother walking around with a kid? I don't think that looks out of the ordinary, even if OP wasn't the actual mom anyways. I think OP was very composed, though. I think a lot of people might just want to let that Karen talk to the backside of their hand a little bit. Our next story is from Yurameshi Yusuke. Entitled Mom and Kid Try to Steal My Toy. This happened when I was nine so i was at the mall with my aunt and we were doing some christmas shopping at the time i had pretty bad anxiety issues so i usually carried around some sensory toys to help me calm down in this case the toys were a battle damaged toby Maguire spider-man action figure i found at a flea market and a red panda plushie i got at the toronto zoo anyways we went to the food court to have dinner and my aunt told me to wait at the table while she got the food i sat there happily playing with spidey and my red panda Enter the Entitled Mom and Entitled Kid, or EM and EK for short. The Entitled Kid says, Wow, he has a Spider-Man, can I have it? The Entitled Mother says, Sure. So the Entitled Kid comes over and snatches Spidey out of my hands. Since I lost one of my toys that helps me calm down, I start to freak out. The Entitled Kid says, This is my toy now. I start to freak out even more, sobbing and hugging my red panda tightly. Entitled Mother and Entitled Kid started to walk away. Luckily, at the same time, my aunt was done getting the food and she saw Entitled Kid with my Spider-Man toy. My aunt says, what's going on here? The Entitled Kid says, that boy let me have his toy. Me sobbing in fear said, no I didn't. She says, that toy means a lot to my grandson, as it helps him calm down because he has bad anxiety problems, so he needs it. Entitled Mother says, fine, give him the toy back and the Entitled Kid gives me the toy back. The kid says, that Spider-Man's bad, I'll get a better one. I stopped freaking out and continued playing with Spidey and the Red Panda while I ate the food, and I never saw Entitled Mother and Entitled Kid ever again. Now, I was definitely no darling angel when I was a kid, but I don't think I would ever be bad enough to walk up to some other kid and just try to take their toy. I might've been dumb enough to ask if I could have it, But if they said no, I wouldn't just take it. Just some awful behavior from the kid and reinforcement from the mom. Especially to walk away like you don't give a crap when the kid is crying. Our next story is from Susu Official. What should I do? My mom's ruining our family, yet she's the one who's always innocent. The whole story's messed up. My dad left before my birth, so my mom had to run the family. She, my brother, and me. Of course, my mom had other men who she dated with but none of her relationships have ended well. We were moving almost every other year. This is a big reason why I didn't have a lot of friends growing up. We moved mostly in Transylvania, but we lived in Hungary as well. We had a semi-normal life living in Hungary. Not much arguing. I started to make some friends, but we had to move back to Transylvania because the man who dated my mom died in a car crash. I don't really know why we couldn't stay in Hungary, but I couldn't do anything about it. Anyways, we moved back and forth, continued with our life as usual, we started to argue a lot more often. But the real problem started three or maybe three and a half years ago. My mom turned from a Karen into a super Karen. She had to argue with us about every little freaking thing she didn't like. So much that my brother blames her for becoming an alcoholic. Mind you, his job just already gave him enough stress, so my mom's BS didn't help him either meanwhile i had some kind of depression also went through the darkest days of my life but that was quickly solved by my mom with a good old-fashioned stop pretending at this time we lived in a small flat neighbors above below and next to us they've complained about the many arguments so much so that my brother had to start building a house in a nearby village which wasn't a problem because he made good money from his job fast forward half a year and we moved into the new house spoilers the arguments did not stop this went on for another year or so and my brother eventually went on a vacation to thailand three months had passed and he doesn't want to come home he said he likes it there and it doesn't interrupt his job but the truth is he just doesn't want to deal with mom and her crap in his own house but now there's just me and my mom i have to deal with her daily arguments of course my aunt and other relatives started distancing themselves from my mom And of course, my mom always thinks that she didn't do anything wrong, blaming them. Today, she started arguing with me because I didn't help her. Mind you, she never asked me, and I never knew what she was doing. She said that my job as an 18-year-old boy is to help her. But then I said, how can I help you if you don't even ask me? She just started yelling like crazy, saying that if you don't look around and help your mom as an 18-year-old, you can pack your stuff and leave. My take on this was to just bring up that, this isn't your house, remember? But before I could continue, she started yelling, yes, this is my house. I was here helping the construction team when it was being built. Your brother didn't even show up to help. My effort and my money went into this house. Well, it is true, but most of the house was paid off by my brother. It's also in his name. He owns it. So obviously I couldn't let her have this. We argued for like half an hour. She finished with a, ''If you won't help me, you can pack your stuff and leave.'' ''What do you think I am? Your friend? Your partner? Pack your clothes and leave. Because I don't want to see you anymore.'' I just stood there and said, ''I'm starting to realize that this isn't a freaking family. Sure doesn't feel like one. All of my friends have a better life, with better parents, even if they have less money. None of them argue with their parents 24-7. Don't you think you are the problem here?'' The whole family is distancing away from you, everyone and you still blame them. If you want me to help, then let's freaking communicate like a normal family and ask me. After my rant I just closed my room's door. I didn't wait for any response. She didn't come after me, she just went out to the garden I think. I have an idea for the next to make her realize that she's the one who has to change not everyone else my idea was to guide the next argument and cut my arm multiple times i know it's crazy but maybe maybe she realizes that there's something wrong with her and that's why there's a lot of argument around her so that's my plan what do you think like i have nothing to lose i just don't want to live in freaking despair so i fully support op doing what they can to get the mom to realize that they're the one being entitled here but In no way could I ever support OP's proposed plan. You've gone too far if your plan involves hurting yourself, maiming yourself. It's just too far, too much, and also a little weird and manipulative to suggest hurting yourself as a way of trying to open their eyes and proving something to them. In no way should that ever be your go-to. And our final story of the day is from Key 8587 My dad seems entitled to change my appearance to be mature and professional. My dad's super traditional. He has us dress up for holidays and never did like my long hair. He made me agree that when I got into high school, I would cut it short. Both my brothers have short hair and one of them had long hair like me before dad made him cut it in high school. Well my dad said it was time to cut the mop. I had long surfer hair. I asked if it could just be a trim. He said sure, so long as it was short back and sides, off ears and out of eyes, which was not a trim. While getting my hair cut he joked that I was entering the cruel world of adulthood even though it was him making me get it. The other thing my dad says is that every man needs a watch. He got both my brother's watches when they went into high school, they both wear theirs all the time, and after getting my hair cut we went to Fossil and after a while picked out a watch. Both my mom and dad seemed happy with my new look and kept saying how professional I looked. I've never worn a watch before, and it feels weird, but whenever I take it off he reminds me to put it on, and then at one point he blew up saying that the only way to get used to it is to wear it all the time, and that my brothers wear theirs all the time and he never had to remind them, and that he spent good money on the watch. I guess I never knew how demanding my dad was towards my brothers because they just kind of rolled with it, but he seems crazy. This is definitely, I think, the kind of overbearing parenting that I feel like when most kids grow up and they reach a point where they can make decisions for themselves, they start going little contact with somebody like this that try to steamroll and control their lives. I like watches, but I have a capability of getting contact dermatitis if I wear watches too much. Being forced like that would actually be like torture for me. Also, if you have a phone nowadays, you don't need the watch. Not even a smart one. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, make sure to click that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Thank you.